0: Day, my nigga told me, yo, you gotta give me something I could bump to in the car, you know what I mean? Something, something I could rock to, you know what I mean? Something with that bounce, you know what I mean? Well, leg up. Hey. Oh last year, niggas claimed that I fell off. I guess you would call this a comeback. All my solo dolo shit like Mike Rose with two cities on both shoulders still never walked with hunchback. After all these haters told me get my weight up, so I jacked up on steroids to make it from minus to majors. Used to be a broke little nigga, now all I do is count my paper. So why and I apologize for the life that I? Did. Got my finger up, the credits, like, fucking let the track burn, it's the flow. I style, I'm hot now, what the fuck would I wait my turn? I call me a proud child, I'm attacked wild, I'm like, life, no concern. So for all those six shots, I might be saying prayers for your earn, Rest in peace, to your a when the fuck y'all gon' to learn? Cause I eat beef like shark, sharp gon' be for the whole year. And I won't stop and I'm on top, like a shit guy like a share. Um, excuse me, can you hold my mic for a second? Cause I feel like I'm the shit, nigga. Cause I gotta do my dance. So I need a look got with Gotti and i am a to be nigga. Excuse me. Can you hold my mic for a second? Cause I feel like I'm a shin, nigga. Cause I gotta do my dance. So I need a salute got it, and I'm a to be shit, Nigga. Working so damn hard. I need a whole month
1: of vacation. Just re chancing AK. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's your boy Gerard, Mr. Dacri Man himself. Uh we are doing a UFC review. Uh, my boys Corey and Malik backstage. If you can come up here and talk that UFC shit. But before we start, I got to get the sponsorship off. Got to tell y'all what's popping. You know, 901 deck is up and running right now. Get y'all orders in. It's going to be a busy weekend, bro. It is Halloween weekend. We got Halloween parties tomorrow and Saturday. Get the y'all orders in so I can get y'all, y'all drinks, man. And I'm going to pan it over. To my guys, Corey and Malik, the UFC aficionados of conversations at the shop. I'm going to let them have it, and I'm going to talk to y'all later, bro. Y'all be easy. I'm out, man.
2: Yo. Well, now that we got that out the way, shout out to Draw Make Your Money. You know, now we can turn it over to people who know what they're talking about, you know.
3: Draw know a little bit. A little bit. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to teach him, you know what
2: I'm A saying? Little I'm try, A little to, bit. Trying to teach them. Work him Working in slowly. Work him in slowly. Uh, all right, right Matt. How you feeling? How
3: you feeling? I'm all right, man. I'm chilling, you know what I'm saying? You already know who it is. You know, Mr. Mr. Zero Dark 30, Mr. Mister Smile, Mr. Blackout Season oh. coming soon. If y'all heard that joint, that's one of the tracks from Blackout Season. Gerard always dropping my shit early. Oh. But we all say... Whatever, it's Malik the motherfucking guy, huh? Uh, talk,
2: talk, yeah, keep keep it going. Talk your shit. Uh, talk your shit. Woo! Ah, uh, I'm feeling great. Corey's everywhere. Corey's everywhere. Stand up, you know. Corey, Corey's, Corey's we, we got a good run going right now, you know? We got World Series and MVPs to our name right now. Corey's are doing wonderful things, you know? I'm outstanding right now. I feel good. I got in my bike ride earlier, so I'm i I got the energy going, I'm feeling refreshed. Whew. I'm re- ready to talk some stuff because uh, your your boy's killing me, and I'm I'm you know I'm trying to keep it. We'll we'll get to that. We'll get Who, to oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to all of that, but you know. We got to start with the people who did things to deserve being talked about first and foremost, and of course that starts with Khabib, Nurmagomedov, another dominant performance. I mean, the man is—it's—it's insane. And what's crazy is, I thought Gaethje fought a really good fight. He tried.
0: He,
2: he, he had a he had a good game plan at first. You saw him trying to keep his distance. He he caught Khabib with some with some mean shots, and none of it. And the leg kicks were serious, and none of it mattered. None of it. None of it mattered.
3: Khabib walked straight through all of that shit, like the whole fight, bro. That's the, that's what surprised me though about Khabib though, is that I was like I was sitting here I was talking to Parks me and Parks was watching it,
1: <clears throat>
3: and I was like yo I don't I don't like Khabib like because Khabib didn't shoot for a long time.
2: He and said that like, yeah. he's um, in the in the package earlier they were showing during the Connor fight. And how he like his corner was yeah like he said I wanted to trade I wanted to stand up with Connor more like I really wanted to show that I can I can trade and I could stand up with these dudes but the corner was so adamant the corner was just screaming at him to shoot and go for that takedown that eventually he had to go and, and go for that takedown um, right. so him doing that this fight uh, I'm sure that's something where he's like. This is about to be my last fight i'm going out how i want to go out and right right i mean and he ate some punches that have put out a lot of people
3: yeah yeah
2: like it's it's impressive i is there's no other way to describe it um you know i'm sitting here just watching these highlights again and it's just he he ran through punches that put out dudes he gets to the ground and then he just said oh yeah now i can tap you out when i want to and almost right. got it in the first round right 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 <laughs> today <laughs> by the bell if these were six minute rounds that that would have been done in the first um <laughs> and it was crazy
3: because i thought gaethje had the wrestling ability from how everybody talked about it to keep Khabib off of him, or if he gets down, to get right back up on his feet. But I like Khabib says it all the time. He said Russian wrestling it's and not. American wrestling is not it's the not. same. It's, it's totally, it's totally different. And he, he he showcased that like
2: he he shoots like it's not like you said it's because it's sambo. It's the sambo game right. that. It's different. It's not just, I'm going to get my hands around your waist and drag you down. It's this transition to this transition, single leg, lift up, high. It's all of that. And once he gets a hold of you, he can transition through all of that so quickly. You have no clue what the hell to do. There's been plenty of other really good wrestlers. I mean, if I'm, you know, what's kind of forgotten about is Connor actually was able to stop a couple of early takedowns because they were basic takedowns. Right until right. it got to that that catch and those transitions, and I mean that last takedown, it was off of a like Gabe G tripped him on a leg kick, and on his way to the ground, he just grabbed him and took his back in like 0.8 seconds. I've I've never seen something like that in my life. Yeah, it it. Just absolutely unbelievable. Like Gabe G did a good thing. <laughs> he did great leg kick gets him to the ground, and somehow he grabs him on his way to the ground. Transition takes his back, and is in full mount in a few seconds.
3: In a few seconds. And
2: I'm just sitting there going, "What the he- what the hell just happened?" It's absolutely his skill level and his dominance. It's absolutely unbelievable. I've I, I was legitimately in awe and right. and and all shout outs to Gagey. because I and ref the man tapped like three times
3: I did the ref should have saw that tap come <laughs> like <on>. uh, <laughs> the ref, they, Gagey didn't need to go out because he definitely
2: tapped come on like multiple times though Like, it's one thing if it's once and it's kind of on the side of the leg next to the cage or whatever, something like that. Okay, you could miss that. That man tapped the side of the leg. That man, like, tapped his chest. He tapped the front. The man tapped everywhere on Khabib. And for the ref not to see that, that that was disappointing. I I get that, you know, everyone's human. You're going to make mistakes. Like, that happens. But, like, holds like that. Khabib's foot was, yeah, right. And Khabib's foot was broke, which is ridiculous.
3: What makes that shit even more amazing
2: finding that out after the fight that his foot his foot was broken the whole time? I'm always amazed by stuff like that. When these fighters that come out like that and they're like, actually, I was dealing with this too, and we just didn't want the fight to be messed up. And and it's it's like, wait, what like you're it's a different level of tough. It's a different level of toughness to be a UFC fighter and the highest caliber of UFC fighter. And that's what could be, he's just, he might have had, he didn't have the longest run and we'll get into some, some go talk later. He didn't have the longest run and that's what hurts his case to me. Right. But I mean, he had in all of his UFC fights, What's he lost? Two rounds? Maybe. Maybe.
3: Uh, and those are who could be? Maybe lost, two rounds. Lost
0: a round? I
2: don't, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. If it is, it, it, that's like the max. There was right. some early fights where he had a couple of troubles. you know. But like, it's dominance. Absolute dominance at that level is. You just got to tip your hat. So all you can facts. do. Facts, facts. Um, um, which leads us to, you know, after the fight, obviously, Khabib announced his retirement. Really emotional. Really, as as someone who's lost both parents, someone who lost my dad last year, like, that should hit me. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I'm, I'm like, that was, you could see how, Serious and how close he was with his dad. And, you know, it's, you know, do you think this is a true retirement?
3: I want to say yes. (laughs) Just because here's the reason why. Because I didn't like Khabib's language leading up to the fight. So I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I picked Gaethje just because this isn't the same Khabib leading up to the fight that I've seen before because it kind of sounded like, I'm not saying he was making excuses early, but in his language, talking to Ariel and talking to Brett Okamoto and stuff like that, you could could sense there was a, a... A piece of doubt in Khabib's mind about winning the fight or even talking about everything after the fight. He said, I just want to focus on Justin. I don't want to focus on even 30 and 0 at this point. I just want to focus on Justin. And the thing that hit me was, it's a promise to his mom, bro. Like, right. Right. You're making a promise to your mom after your dad died, bro. That's some shit that you kind of just got to like stand on. Right. So, i think this is it for khabib i and then knowing how khabib is khabib is set when it comes to money because of the connor fight he does oh God, he yeah. feels like he doesn't need anymore he got people he wants to train he is what's his name islam something
2: he uh, to. he's got i mean there's a few people coming out through there. Zabids coming out from over there uh I don't know if they're all in the same camp, but you know, guys like Zabi. Uh, there's Islam or something. I can't think of his name. Chimaev is another dude. Right. They're all from uh, out there. I'm not. Right. You know, don't call me as them all being from the same camp in the same, you know, same area. But they're all from that region in general. Um, and Khabib's a different dude. He's not like these, you know, the Western fighters. Right, right, right. It's, it's a different mindset. It's a different, you know, his beliefs and what he stands for and all that stuff is a lot different than what a lot of people out here stand for. And that's just how he was brought up and the the way he was raised. Right. So, you know, I would think that he is actually done. Um, I, I do believe he's done. I think the only fight that could possibly bring him out is a GSP fight.
3: I was about to ask you that. I was about to say, what if GSP actually goes ahead and calls him out? Because GSP did an interview too, right after Khabib retired. And right. Ariel, I, I wasn't. I think it was no. no it, was it was Chael. Was Chael. Yeah, so I was it was it Was Ariel? Chael asked him straight up. He was like, "Look, do you do you want to? What do you think he's going to do? He's going into retirement. Do you have any words for Khabib?" And What GSP says, he was like, to be honest with you, to ask Khabib for a fight right now would be disrespectful because he, right because everything that's going on with his father. Like, he was like, if it was any other circumstance, yes, I would be like, hey, he's probably not running from me, he doesn't want to fight me, but with the circumstances and stuff like that, it's totally disrespectful for me to. Call him out at this point and ask him for that fight. Like he should just go ahead and do what he needs to do for his family. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but if that changes,
2: I think that's the one. The, I think the if only. there's one, that's the only, that's the one, because he has nothing to prove. Like he he has nothing to prove. It's not to say there aren't other fights out there for him if he wanted them. 'Cause there absolutely are. Um, not like um, regardless of, of what we think of him, and we'll get to him a little later too, Ferguson is like people would still pay to see that Ferguson fight. Um mm. and, and like people would absolutely like that's still a fight because of the history of it and because yeah. of how many times that fight got cancelled. Yeah. I think that's still something um, that people would would see. Um, and they got they have legit beef. Oh yeah, oh so. yeah. Um, I think that's something that people will see. I think if if he were to win another fight or two, I think people would love to see a Conor rematch. Regardless of, I don't think it'd be much different, but it'd be still be a massive fight if Connor were to say beat Poirier and then beat Gagey or something like. In theory, hypothetically, if he were to beat those two and then come calling for Khabib, that would be a massive, massive, massive fight. Um, and then you talk about going to 170 and you got guys like Kobe or Usman or. I'd love um, to
3: see Usman fight. Him versus Usman right. would be a perfect fight for me.
2: Or Masvidal, like all those guys like that. At once, there's fights out there for Khabib if he wants them. Right, I just right now I don't think he wants them, and he, he don't need them. Like it's <laughs> he doesn't have to. Right, he does not have to want them, and and that's fine. You know, like GSP said, which if that fight would have happened, that'd probably be the most boring build up to a to a major fight ever because yeah. they're <laughs> they're Too two of the respect. most respect.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are two of
2: the most respectful people ever. Yeah. Like. Someone it would have to be like someone from like the camps or something would have to say something out of line or something for that to get serious. Yeah, though. Those two are way too respectful. But but yeah, um, I don't I don't see him coming back unless it's for that fight. And and I don't think that would be. Within a year, me neither, I could not see it before twenty twenty two. I'm being honest. Khabib's built different. He is is built different.
3: So in saying all of that, when Khabib also retired, he said, just make sure, I'm going to retire, but just make sure you put me number one pound for pound. Greatest fighter in the world. After Khabib retired, there was a lot of people coming out and saying, Khabib's the GOAT. Where... Do you have Khabib as far as your top five in this moment in time?
2: Okay. At this very moment, which is what I think Khabib was saying. Let's start with that. Okay. I think Khabib was saying, let me see myself at number one in the UFC rankings right now. That's right. what I believe he was talking about. Right. And me too. Me too. I absolutely believe. He is the number one pound for pound fighter right now, Thanks. because and and the only person I would, you could argue, is Nunes. As far as just dominance and you know on a huge win streak, because Jones hasn't looked good in his like, if <laughs> if I wanted to take a shot, ever since that second. uh you saw the violation. Jones hasn't, a se- Jones hasn't looked as good since that second you saw violation.
3: Right, right.
2: The Gus fight, okay, though, you know, that was fine. That was kind of whatever it was. The Santos fight, that was not a great fight. I think he won it. I don't think it was as close as people try to make it, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, I think he won that cl- fight clearly. Yeah. But he didn't look dominant. He didn't look outstanding. He didn't look otherworldly, the same with the Anthony Smith fight. He was clearly better than Anthony Smith, but he didn't look otherworldly. And you know how I feel about the Dominic Reyes fight. I thought he lost that fight. I think it's a close fight. It's a very close fight, but I edged Reyes the first three rounds. Um, But to me, at this moment in time, if you're doing a pound-for-pound rankings, Right now, at this moment, Khabib's number one. And I have a hard time arguing for anyone else. And like I said, the only person I think that could uh, argue that is is um, Nunes. Because tuh, that woman has ran through everybody. Right, right. Um, that's you
3: have them in your top five as far
2: as? All time? Being a GOAT. Yes, um, took some time to really, really think this through. I've him at four. Yeah, I four. I've him at four. So what?
3: So what's? So what's? What's your top five? Let's just get. Let's just. Let's just. Okay. What,
2: number what's one. Your top for me. Number one is Anderson Silva. Um, I think Silva at his peak is better than anyone I've ever seen at their peak. Like right. Peak Silva was had everyone going wait what you you can do how how can you how right. can you throw a front kick that fast to someone's face
1: right how can right. you
2: <laughs> like it was a, peak Silva was ba- and his resume is outstanding as well not as good as some, but it's still a very good resume i have right, jones right. number 2 i have jones number 2 um, because his resume is absolutely fucking untouchable simple as that it's <laughs> to go through the streak of fighters that's just basically nothing but hall of famers and all-time greats like in, jones is
3: 26 and one right and then that loss was because of
2: the one loss like, is the unofficial no contest, like, yeah it's a no contest i uh, no, it's a di- disqualification for 12 to 6 elbows right um, right Disqualification. So it is an official loss. Yes, yeah, 26 and one. Um, with the one no contest, is the Cormier. The Cormier. Yeah. The Cormier is the no contest because right, right. that was the steroid pop. Um, three, I have Mouse. And to me, Mouse is, Mouse's argument is number one, the longest consecutive title reign. Um, most most consecutive title defenses, I should say, um, um, and unlike GSP, what put him over GSP was he got finishes. Right. Like, it. I think it was. Uh, I, I I was looking stuff up yesterday. Um, I think of his eleven title defenses, seven were finishes. Right, right, right. Like, uh, like it's it's. There is nothing that he can't. Do. If you have the video game octagon and at each point there's something, a different skill, Mouse's entire thing is filled up. Striking, kickboxing, clinch game, takedowns, transitions, top control, jujitsu, back, guard, everything, muay thai, everything, he's shown it all. And right, right. I don't think there's anybody who has the all Mouse's weak point is that he was born small, right? <laughs> right, like that is, that is his weak point is that he is born small. Um, and then I have Khabib at four, still a little questioning it. I have Nunez at five,
3: still have Nunez on that.
2: I have okay. Nunez on it, um, because. There's nobody else that can say, like, every other person in the female GOAT conversation, Nunez beat him. Handily. Except Shevchenko. Shevchenko was I thought she lost the second Shevchenko fight Um and then edged her out in the first fight. But every other greatest female fighter of all time, you run the top five female fighters of all time, who's after Nunez? Cyborg, knocked her out first round. Holly knocked her out. Rhonda knocked her out. First round. Misha knocked her out. Uh, Shevchenko beat her officially twice. Like the only one maybe like Gina Karana who's just well before her top. Like that's kind of the only one. But every other GOAT, every other top female fighter ever Nunes beat them and beat them decisively. And that cannot be discounted. I've ran through anybody you would think about putting in my class i ran through them i have to respect that um right right and and you know you can make argument for gsp i'm not mad at that um but for me he had the long run but he he played it too safe for me it didn't really mm-hmm. bother me that he played it too safe and he had those couple of hiccups the the matt hughes loss even though matt hughes was great at that time that was a really bad loss and that Matt sarah losses just got off
3: Right,
2: right, right. That is is just terrible. Um, Right, but I have GSP right there. You can kind of move around. To me, that's that's the top, top, top class. And then you can throw in guys like Fedor, like Dan Henderson, Shogun. You know the different. You know a lot of the different guys, Aldo and Dominic Cruz, whoever else you want to throw in there. Kind of in the bottom half. But to me, that six is the top six and you can kind of arrange them however however you want no cormier nah cormier would be in my top ten in the bottom half of the top ten um but not bottom half
3: top ten okay
2: no bottom half top ten not up there
3: so before was he was cormier up there before the second loss to stipe
2: yes and i think if he'd beaten stipe he would be in that conversation because to me he would have solidified himself as the greatest heavyweight of all time. And okay, yeah. the you know, two division man, you know, two division champ defended both belts at the same time. Like there's very few people who can say they did that. And to me, right, right. that would have gotten it. Now, Cormier is one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. But you're gonna, you have to put Stipe ahead of him. He won two out of three. You're probably putting Fedor ahead of him, and then you kind of get into between like him, Big Nog, and and Kane. Maybe that's kind of in mm-hmm. that next class. Um, mm-hmm. But had he beaten Stipe the second time, I think he he'd be in this conversation. But he didn't. And even still, the man has three losses in his career. One to arguably the best fighter of all time, and two to the best UFC heavyweight ever, and arguably the greatest heavyweight ever in that conversation. So right. you can't drop him because he lost to the elitist of the elite all time great fighters. Right, right, right.
3: All right. <laughs> I think my top my top five is pretty much the same. Um, I'd I'd flip John Jones and um I flipped John Jones and Silva. I got John okay. number one. I, he's just my goat. I just I kind of came in at the back end of the Silva era, right? But um, definitely John is my goat so far. Then I got, then I got um Silva, <clears throat> then I do have I do have GSP,
1: okay,
3: and then it's just I get Mighty Mouse, but. I get Mighty Mouse, and I know that's your man's. We we go back that, and forth all the time is, about
2: that. Is I know I know that's your man's. I, 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 I get it. I'm fully, uh, full context. Mouse is my favorite fighter of all time. Um, yeah, I, I have zero problems admitting that. I have zero problems yeah. admitting that. Um, that does not mean say I can't be unbiased because I do believe I can be, and I but. Mouse if for though yes. Mouse is my favorite fighter of all time. I I'll complete I'm a, I'm a triple. I'm a triple C fan. Right. And that's why we go at it. Uh, wow. <laughs> that's what wow. happened triple right. C, triple C.
3: Yeah, I fucks the triple C, man. I'll the triple C. But yeah, so I got I got GSP number three. I got Kabib four. And then I got New Nespa. Just can at first. At first, I wanted to put Mighty Mouse in there, but I just—he's honorable mention for me, man. <laughs> he just—just because just of the level of competition he had that I saw, it was just like I understand that sometimes that can mean you're just so right. much better.
2: I do think that's you know part what of I it. mean, but it's—it's it's the Roy Jones theory to me. It's kind of the Roy Jones thing where it was just like. This is my like. This is my natural weight class, and I can. I, right, I, right. I haven't not fought the top people here. It's just there's these guys are smaller than me. These guys are bigger than me. It's it kind of doesn't work. Mouse fought half of his career just about at an upper weight class. Fighting at one thirty five was not good for him, and he still made it to a title fight while not being a full-time MMA fighter and not training (laughs) full-time. Like, like how ridiculous that is. The man was training a couple times a week, made it to the UFC, and made it to a UFC bantamweight title fight at 135 pounds while training part-time and working at, like, a factory or some shit. Like, (laughs) shit makes zero sense. You're not supposed to be able to do do some shit like that. Marcus says he got Fedor ahead of Um Fedor's run was a little bit before my time. I'm, I'm, I'm not. A lot of the Pride stuff. I've gone back and watched a lot of the Pride stuff, and he was, he ran through them dudes.
3: I still got to.
2: Um, the Big Nog, like that Big Nog fight was the Crow Cop fight. What Prime Crow Cop was a killer (laughs) of killers, and he ran, he ran through them dudes. I'm not, I'm not gonna argue that that much. Fedor just not for me. It's just a little bit before my era. Um, but I cannot argue if someone believes Fader should be in the top five, top five discussion. I'm not gonna argue that because the man is he never story. had a
3: Uf- he never have he never had a UFC run. That's what kind of makes yeah. me not put him in my top five. Like to me, I'm gonna be real, everybody that's in my top five, you have to have a UFC run. To me yeah. just 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 me personally because I honestly feel that's where the best fighters in the world are like for instance, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Michael Page fan, right? But at the same time, the level of competition I've seen Michael Page fight
2: ain't, it ain't it's not fun. right. So and we've I, seen it, and we've seen guys come over here, and they ain't the same.
3: Ben Askren, the most recent,
2: the Hector most Lombard, recent example. Hector Lombard had won like 30-something straight fights, and they were going, he might be the best middleweight in the world, while Anderson Silva was still fighting, and he came over here and was getting worked. Um, Will Brooks, Bellator lightweight champ, beat Michael Chandler, who's now big signing. He just got announced into the lightweight, you know. Will Brooks beat him. Like, (laughs) if I'm not mistaken, twice. I might be wrong on that, but... Right, he definitely beat him at least once.
3: He was a substitute just in case anything happened for a complete right. fight. So he was going to get a championship fight if one of them right. fell out.
2: And 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 Will Brooks came over here and did absolutely nothing. So we've seen stuff like that. So if Page, um, if MVP does get over here eventually, um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be not holding my breath to see. Um, he did, Marcus. I, I'm not not doubting Fedor's credentials. And at the time, and I will say this at the time, Fedor was the guy, the best fighters were in pride. Like that's at, at Fedor's peak, he was in the best MMA, uh, company organization, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I, I, I cannot, cannot deny that again. I'm not, I'm not going to argue, um, against fedor in any way um man is all the time so i in no way am i gonna hurt um, right. now since we're here on this gold conversation and that is your boy why can't he just like it's, Jirai-
3: it's, Jirai- it's just gerard's brother you know why i blame gerard for this it's a job I, I blame gerard for this because they related <laughs> It's a Jones thing. I blame, yeah, I blame you. I, I blame Gerard for this because Gerard's a petty nigga. <laughs> and if if he's, if John is a smidget of what Gerard is. Of course, he'd say something like this. Of course, he wouldn't let Khabib have this moment.
1: Why, why, why would we? Why would we? <laughs> I didn't say.
3: First, first of all, I didn't say I was mad at it. So that, that's, that, that's just one. I just, I just blame you, Gerard. That, that, that's all. Mm,
1: that's fucked up. But <laughs> y'all go back to y'all show. I'm backstage.
3: Yeah, go backstage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just wanted him to show up. That's all.
2: Right, right.
3: Not you no one. But um, back. basically, his comments are twelve championship fights. To four, and he stated a good point. He said, "Khabib's just now starting to face elite competition." I think his his first elite fight was Connor. I mean,
2: uh, I I wouldn't, I, tell, I, I wouldn't I'd say Dos I would throw Dos Anjos. Dos is a champ. Dos is a former champ. I'll give him that one too. Okay, um, but yeah, no.
3: And um, Barboza did have a lot of hype behind him.
2: Um, Barbosa still is. <laughs> it ain't like Barbosa ain't ranked in the top ten, and ain't been yeah. ranked in the top ten. in his whole career. But he
3: made Barbosa um,
2: bad. But, like, but I don't think I don't Barbosa was the same
3: after that Khabib fight.
2: Yeah, that was a whole different. He he battered him. Like he broke Barbosa. That was unbelievable. Um, I don't think John Jones is wrong. It was. It's two things two things for me one you gave him the credit first like his first tweet after Khabib said what he said was like Got it. yep i did I'll, you know i'll give it to you until i get the i think he meant to say heavyweight and the twitter be fucking up sometimes said until i get the heavyweight crown i'll i'll give i'll give it to you or whatever right so that's your first why then a few minutes later, are you going 15 championships greater than four and then going back and saying out of respect, you know, you, you're great Khabib and respect to you. And then going back again and saying, you know, like my, my judgment ain't clouded or what? you know, it's just pick side. If you're, if you're embracing, I uh, talked to my brother about this. Um, who's also a Jones fan. And Mm -hmm. it's, if you're going to be the bad guy that a lot of people have finally come around to seeing that he is and kind of embrace, if you're going to embrace the bad guy role, embrace it. I'm fine with that. I get it. No problem with it. Totally respect it. Don't flip flop. Right. Right. Don't flip flop. And at some point, like, okay, you had your fun on Saturday. It's Wednesday. Why are you still making videos talking about this? He's offended. It's for what? As again, I'm of the thought process now that I think he's just trolling. Like at first, I thought, yeah, you know, he might be a little offended. When he's making videos on Tuesday, Wednesday, it's like, all right, now you're just trolling. Like you have to be just trolling. There's no way you can be this damn sensitive. That those comments bothered you that much that you still have to make videos this this long after the fact. It's I don't I don't know. John is pretty petty. John doesn't let shit go. He is, he is. Um, And I'll just throw this out there: Khabib is a teammate of Cormier's. Um, so may, may, maybe that plays a little role in it too. Maybe just don't don't yeah. throw that old That
3: does that definitely. That because you know um, how much Cormier loves Khabib. So right, I could I could see that yeah
2: I
0: can <laughs> definitely see it. Well.
2: um, and it's it's just like if it's out of Sonya, I get it
3: because yeah might it's upco- yeah it's an might fight. fight right, you have
2: literally nothing to gain from this right nothing there's literally zero it's just trolling for the sake of trolling if we're being real right and i think that's what kind of like without assigning stuff i'll go back and forth on it i don't care for some of the stuff um and he kind of and you know he did he makes the first it's always he's not doing anything right right like you said you were going up to heavyweight we ain't had a heavyweight fight yet. You go back to talking stuff to the light heavyweight, new light heavyweight champ that won the belt that you vacated, and then you're still going at the middleweight champ who's now two divisions lower than where you're fighting at. Like, right. just, it's it's getting a little annoying. It's to take nothing away from his skill level because he absolutely is one of, if not the greatest fighter of all time. It's, right, just, right. it's, it's, it's just getting a little much for me.
3: To be to be honest with you, bro, I just think it's John being John, man. Like I've seen John do this time and time again, bro. Any and it's anybody that has a big fight, John, John is chiming in. John's right. always watching. Like anytime right. I watch any UFC whether it be a fight night or a pay-per-view, there's right. a couple John Jones tweets that go across the screen, you know what I'm Every saying? Time. So he trolled Blackwood when Blackwood won. Right. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's right. just it's just something that John does, so I'm not right. I'm not surprised by it. And then it's not like there's not it's not like there's not fact in it. Like there's a yeah. lot of people that do have prisoner of the moment type feelings. That's true. why I wasn't ready. Very true. That's why I wasn't ready. I kind of like at first I saw my boy Ronnie say Khabib was the goat. Yeah, it's easy to look at twenty nine and O in that right. division, which and is so crazy, is too- and automatically assume that he's the GOAT. Forgetting right. that Khabib was just starting to, just because you beat Conor, you right. was he just, just got starting to, to get in you. your bag a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't exactly clean out the division. The Tony right. fight never happened. You know what I mean? So it's I, right. I, I, I get where John is coming from. Like, John's competition, if you stack up John's
2: competition... You stack up John's competition, Khabib, anybody, John wins. <laughs> period. You don't stack up anyone's competition to John's competition. John's competition is god um To um, so, uh, answer Marcus' question, um, I think there's more fights for him, more lucrative fights for John in the heavyweight division. Yeah, Stipe too. fight and the Ngannou fight are bigger than anything he'll get in light heavyweight.
3: I'm so scared of that Ngannou fight for him. Um, I I, I got like you, Corey. You know that feeling. Like I just, I got a bad feeling about the Nganu fight. Like just because even at I don't know if because it's because he's cutting weight and John's body's past that. Now that could be something that is what's up with John and why he doesn't look the same and while we're starting to see slippage, right. it's because maybe his body isn't fit to make that cut anymore. He was
2: already a big like his frame is built for heavyweight when he came back
3: when he came back from suspension when we yeah. were watching videos of John just in a garage
2: Ooh, that suspension
3: John looked a lot bigger than what we've known John to right. look like so it looked
2: look like he adjusted look at his family NFL it's, players it's, it's the best athletic family in America yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like big yeah. dudes, Arthur Jones is a was a huge D. Like, they're both D linemen, right? Like, right. both of them are D linemen. Chemer is probably the smallest, and what the, he's like 240, so like probably you know, I don't know off right. the top of my head, but I'm sure in that range as a DN outside linebacker, you're at least 230, 240, right? You know, and Arthur was a big D lineman, Arthur was like a D tackle, like probably close to 300. Um, so yeah, um, I, I do think the bigger fight for him are at heavyweight and I think that's why he's going there, um, for the money fights and same thing with Adesanya and why I think he's been going at Adesanya because that is far bigger. That's the biggest fight, quite frankly, that they could make for John right now is the Adesanya fight and he's looking to, right, you know, submit his legacy. Um, that being said. I did want to run into some of these numbers that that John threw out here. Um, He said he has 15 championship wins. Officially, now in, in that 15, he's counting one, his last fight before he came to the UFC, which was at Battle Cage Extreme, in which he won their light heavyweight championship. He is also counting his overturn to a no contest win over Daniel Cormier. Mm. So that's Which how is a, it's, a,
3: it's, a, it's a win. Like it, I, he's I'm I did just, it
2: officially. It's a no contest, but he's not Cormier. That's, that's what up. I'm saying. Like it, that's it, I'm just I'm just throwing out the official because he's throwing in winning the belt itself and title defenses, and that's that's the number that he's he's throwing out there. Um, which right. the four for Khabib is right. Khabib didn't have any title fights outside of, outside of the UFC, just the four he had in the UFC. Um, right. So, officially, John has 14 one outside the UFC, and 13 in the UFC. And then you have the Cormier, second Cormier fight, which depending on how you want to throw in it, right. Um, so then that got me to looking through some other of the GOAT conversations. So, like I said, be only had the four. Nunes has eight just in the UFC. That's all of them. Six at bantamweight, two at featherweight, eight total. That's what Nunes has, period. Zero to, you know, kind of finagle with or mess with. Mouse, officially, has 12. One loss to Cejudo, f- official loss. Uh, he lost Corey. He, he lost. He, he lost Corey. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'm not going to argue that at this point. Another episode. Um, I'm not. Yeah, that'll be a different one. He also has. He just won the flyweight, uh, the one championship, flyweight Grand Prix championship. Which? How do you count that? That's three wins in a tournament. Depending on how you want to look at that, you could also say he won the the flyweight tournament, the UFC flyweight tournament, the crown a champ, um, mm-hmm. which technically that semifinal match isn't for a title, but it's a tournament to crown a champion. Every fight is kind of a title fight if you want yeah. to look at it that way, if you right. wanted to. So Mouse could have 15 if you want to work in a Grand Prix championship. And actually, sixteen. If you wanted to, if you wanted to count three Grand Prix Championship wins and one at one FC, and his other uh, tournament fight in the UFC, that would be sixteen. If you right. wanted to do that, right? Uh, GSP sixteen. One of those sixteen was an interim title fight. I'm still going to count that. Okay. He also has the two losses. <laughs> right, right. But sixteen total in the UFC, and that includes the one when it uh middleweight over Bisping, and he had three um before he got to the UFC.
0: Right.
2: At at a at a regional one. And then Anderson Silva. Officially fifteen. Four in cage rage, eleven in the UFC. But the reason one wasn't a title defense is because Travis Luter missed weight. So officially that wasn't a title defense because the challenger could not win the belt. Right. So right. that doesn't go on record as a title defense, but that wasn't anything that Silva did. <laughs> like yeah. Silva showed up and, and obviously destroyed Travis Luter. So, by all accounts, silver really is 16, which also would have given his consecutive defense streak 11, and he would have been tied with Mouse. Um, him right. and Mouse would be tied with 11 consecutive defenses. Um, 16 on him. 16, if if we want to count all of these stuff and bend every little rule, you got 16 for Silva, GSPN, and Mouse, and 15 for Bones. If we wanted to stretch that. Right. Officially... GSP is 16, Silva is 15, Bones is 14, um, and Mouse has twelve. Right. That's the that's the official numbers. But Jones got me down that path because I really, really wanted to want to see that. Cause yeah, you've got that on Khabib. What do you have against the other ones? Right. And the only reason he doesn't is because John Jones is a fuck up. Um is what it is. Um
3: so, John, so it's clear so even though there's that many title defenses and there's clearly people more than him that has more than him so John being the goat is that more based off of the title defenses or the competition he To faced? me it's
2: the competition. To me his biggest argument is the competition. Okay. It's it's I mean look at his I, I'm going to give me a second. I'm going to look this. This is the run that he went on. Okay, Ryan Bader was uh, his 12th win. Ryan Bader was now, I believe, Bellator heavyweight champion, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yep,
3: yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, that was to get the title shot. Shogun, third round TKO to win the belt. Rampage Jackson, fourth round submission. Leodo Machida, second round submission. Rashad Evans, unanimous decision. Vidor Belfort, fourth-round submission. Chell Sonnen, first-round TKO. Gustafson, unanimous decision. Glover, another decision. And then Daniel Cormier. Consecutively. Consecutively, that's nothing but Hall of Famers. There is... it's, It's re-fucking ridiculous the level of competition he had I don't think anyone will ever go on a run like that again right right that level with that level of Hall of Famers to me his argument that's his arguments I beat the best the best run of of great fighters um, and for the most part dominated them with only really the Gustafson fight being close and he he won that fight though sorry all five of those rounds are actually pretty clear to me it's a pretty clear 3-2 with the winner of each round being kind of obvious um for me but yeah um problem with jones is you're a fuck up you got popped twice you got suspended and then you turned a four-year suspension into a year and a half suspension by cooperating with usada um and then you claim that you're not a snitch even though the clause that they all paperwork. Looked at, <laughs> the
3: fucking paperwork the, came the up the
2: paperwork literally says in order for this to have happened you had to subs- you had to provide significant information regarding someone who's who's violating usana so yeah. uh I'm, I'm sorry, dog. I'm, I'm going with like legit official paperwork from government bodies that, you know, either and maybe you saw it, it's just that much full of shit. Um, or, dog, you, you snitched to get us. He should still be suspended right now. Like, yeah, he should have got four years. He should have got four years. Yeah. He would be, yeah, like he should. It, it's absolutely. Um, you know, but again, not to take away from his talent is it's the other stuff that that really bothers me about. Giannis. I think
3: this heavy I think this heavyweight run. This heavyweight run is what's going to show us if he's truly the GOAT or not.
2: If he beats Steve Bannon, Ghana, no one could argue he's like that'd be the equivalent of LeBron winning titles number five and six. Do you think he'll just face them, two and that's it? No, I mean, it depends on. On the landscape, you don't know who's going to pop up, who's going to suddenly get hot, and all of a sudden there's another big money fight somewhere else. I'm going to be
3: real with you. I think that Cormier fight still happens at heavyweight.
2: I don't think so. Why? I think Cormier doesn't. I think Cormier is at a better point. I think he's more content. I think he knows he's kind of past it. He went on. Two years longer than he said he was going to go on as it was, and he's got other avenues, not just commentating and doing UFC analysis. I think he's going to pop up in WWE, quite frankly, because he's he's got the he'll do way better in WWE than Cain Velasquez did, because um, he can talk. Right. Cormier can right. talk, and and I don't think he I don't think he needs. It. I just think he's in a he's in a different spot. I think he's kind of accepted like. Jones got me. <laughs> like it's just what it is. I, I don't right. I don't think that happens anymore. I think the Adesanya fight is is the far more likely fight. I think Cormier is done. He's 40 something. He got in this game late. You know, right. and that's after training for um training for normal sports as crazy as it is. Training and wrestling for the Olympics multiple times, it's like torture. Right. <laughs> like that's it's, it's a whole different level. Shit. I think his body's done. I, I, I think he's finished. I don't see that happening.
3: Right. For
2: me, um, Before we get, you know, get to closing this down, we do got to touch on the come in event. Um, Robert Whitaker, unanimous decision over Jared Cannonier. here. Whitaker looked great.
3: Whitaker's looked damn good these last two fights.
2: He's looked outstanding, and those are Darren Till, and and air are two legit, legit. You
3: pick Cannonier.
2: I did pick Cannonier. Um I was dead wrong. Um, <laughs> Whitaker has in these last wait. Did Cannonier break something in the fight? He, like he, he broke his uh, he arm, broke his arm early in the fight. Yeah, okay, so um, it was bad. which hurts. But what what Whitaker's done? Whitaker's problems. Whitaker got hit too much. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he was in those wars with Romero and then he sat there and thought he could take out, if I can take punches from Romero and not go out, I can take punches from Adesanya. And it's a different level of precision when you're in there with style, but he, he's was getting hit too much. Right, um, right. And he switched it up and he's just fighting. His his striking has just been at a different level. And I think they're going to have to make that rematch with Whitaker and and style bender, unless you're doing style bender Jones, which I don't think is happening yet. Me neither.
3: I don't, I don't, I think John's dead set on that heavyweight run for right now. I don't, right? I don't think he's right. ready to cut back down. They'd,
2: 205. Fight at 205. they'd fight it to a five,
3: they'd fight it to a five for sure. Yeah, I know. Um, I don't, I don't think he wants to, I don't think he wants to make that cut to fight. Is he right now,
2: right? Um, so yeah, with that, it, it has to be Whitaker. The man was, he's a long time in the way champ. Um, and you know that man defended the belt in some wars, and then he comes out and beats two more top five contenders, including the guy that the champ said was next if he won. And you beat them both clearly. I don't think he lost the round. Right. Um. It's 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 got to be the rematch, and I I I'm still going Stylebender. I'm not picking style There's certain guys who just reach the point where you don't bet against them, regardless of who they're fighting stylebender is at that point right if i take a if i take a loss on a bender bed i'm just i'm gonna take that loss um right. at
3: but, this point definitely yeah
2: right there's certain people like newly nunez or shevchenko or or jones you know at light heavyweight is just khabib I'm, if i take this loss i'll take this loss but right right but you know it's it's I, I still think Adesanya wins that rematch, but I think that has to be the fight to make with I what- think I'm,
3: I did come to hear Adesanya versus um Blachowicz too. <sighs> I did hear that. I, I'm just saying, they starting to throw Izzy's name in that 205 division already. <sighs> to me to me he's cleaned out that division like there's nobody else I want to see him fight in the middleweight
2: division um you're probably right take a quick look uh let's see middleweight yeah Whitaker Costa Cannonair Hermanson Romero Till
3: yeah I don't want to see him fight Darren Till like after yeah. the ass whooping Whitaker just put on him he's not ready i, I don't I don't want I don't want to see that
2: He'll destroy Hermanson, and here just kind of messed the shot up. Yeah, I mean, a Whitaker, unless someone just kind of goes on a run out of nowhere, it's a rematch with Whitaker and nothing else. And that ain't to say the light heavyweight is some amazing division, but going up, I'm just imagining Adesanya coming out hitting the dance routine before the fight, Beating Blagovich or whoever's the champ at that time, and then coming out and calling out John Jones after it's the set. It, that's the fight. Like
3: if you think about it, the Blagovich fight—that's the fight to make. Even though he, even though I know Jan wants to clear out the division, you know they
2: always say that shit. If I'm Blagovich, I'm I'm calling for that fight for sure. for, for fucking sure. Sure, he's. <laughs> Yeah, good God, that's that's ten times bigger than any fight he'd get with any other light heavyweight. It's it's one hundred percent if he can pull that. Yeah, go pull that. I don't think that'll be the case. I think they're going to give yeah. it to Santos, or is Santos and Glover still fighting? I yeah, think yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. So I they think though, go. yeah, the winner of that the winner fight, of that the winner of that fight will will fight Povetkin. And I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm fine with that. I like both of those guys. They're they're both good. Um, but yeah, middleweight, you you got to do the rematch. There's legitimately no other fight to make. Um, yeah. I don't even know if guys outside of the UFC and middleweight that you well, like. No. no. It's
3: no. The Whitaker fight is going one to make if you're going to make if if it's a middleweight fight. That's the only fight to
2: make. And it's still a huge fight. And you could still, especially if stuff starts opening back up, that, I guarantee you that'll still be a huge fight in Australia.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, that's, a, that's a sellout.
2: Again, for the second time, that will still be a ridiculous fight. Um, for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Because Whitaker fights are usually good. So just keep it real. Whitaker's outstanding. And he's earned that. Um man's... You know, former champ, come out here and blow through two other top five contenders back-to-back, you know, within a few months of each other. Um, Now, Whittaker deserves that fight, so I'm not mad at that. Right, right. Um, Real quick, before we get to your last favorite topic, um, that front kick that that Alexander Volkov threw to Walt Harris in that third fight, the sound effect that Walt Harris made (laughs) when he (laughs) took that kick. If anyone, if anyone ever questions, how can you go down from a body shot? Show them that clip, and show them the sound with the sound up, and hear the noise that Walt Harris made when he took that kick to the.
3: Look, man, I feel I'm feel bad for my man's Walt because I'm picking Walt because you, you know what happened with his daughter. So, like, right, I'm right, picking Walt like I. This is gonna be the fight,
2: walk. This is gonna be the fight, walk. He's someone you root for. He is absolutely someone you root for. Um, but that was ooh, ooh. Like I, I grabbed my stomach and like doubled over when I saw. <laughs> and it really made you like, wait, did he kick him low? Like the way he crowed, did he? Did he yeah. kick him low? And then you yeah. look and it's like, no, that was damn near the chest. That wasn't even close. To yeah. being low. That was just a perfect kick with a toe digging in, too. Whew. Shout out to Volkov. He's like, you know, he's like Dirk. He's like Dirk. And I hate comparing white athletes to white athletes automatically. It's, like, the easy thing to do. I really hate that. Mm. But he, there's nothing assuming about, like, look at his He's kind of tall white dude. He's not, like, overly muscular. He's not, mm-hmm. like, nothing about him that much stands out. And you right. think, all right, well, if I just do these couple things, this is this is easy. And it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. <laughs> right. Like, it's just – he beat – I mean, he was beating Derrick Lewis for 14 minutes of a 15-minute fight. It was Derek Lewis caught But, you know, Volkov deserved the little love.
3: But Marcus called that shit out during the show. I remember that. He was like, but my shit was lagged behind. Yeah. So he was just like, damn. <laughs> damn Oof, <Walt." laughs> Rough night, rough night. All right. Last
0: up,
2: this is the one you
3: wanted. Hey this man. Look, I don't know. For all my UFC heads out there who follow, like watch a whole bunch of interviews, bro. Like UFC. Is pretty much my top sport or what I pay attention to. Tony Ferguson is out here tripping, bruh. I don't know if there's brain damage after the Gaethje fight or if he didn't learn not a goddamn thing from him getting his ass kicked. But he's out here calling out Khabib again. He's out here saying he's willing to go up to 170 and fight Usman for the title. Die. What What you think, bro? Cuz me I'm and, and Tony's mannerisms are very crackish. <laughs> let me just put it that way. But what you think, bro? Cuz I, I think he's wild, man. Like I, I wouldn't say it's crack.
2: It's something. It's something. Him and John got the same plug. It might, maybe, but he's—he's he's a weird dude. He's always been a very, very weird. Like, not just his recent interviews. Watch his interviews two, three years ago. Dude's it's crazy. He had a like a—I don't remember the outcome of it. So, pardon me if. Some of this got cleared and, and, and different stuff like that. He had like a domestic violence charge and like a restraining order by his wife or, or girlfriend or something like that. And then like, he's just out in the world, just running around. Like he's got some mental stuff happening. Um, the man tore a ligament in his knee Got surgery and then just didn't rehab and said I can rehab in my own way. And like three months after surgery with no rehab, he's out here bouncing around, break dancing on on Instagram, running around, do whatever the fuck he did. And then like two months after that, he fights Anthony Pettis and beats the shit out of Anthony Pettis. Like, yeah, he's, he's you're not supposed. He's he's weird. He's he's crazy dude. There's something going on, but. Uh, so that could be fine, not having. Um, you gotta win a couple fights. Um, sorry. You're coming he's off, carry, off He's still carrying around the belt. And you have the interim belt, still lost bad to you. That wasn't a close fight. Gave you beat the shit out of you. So you got some you got some work to do to be calling out a retired a retired then. You don't have to fight Whoever. Start with, I'll take, I'd love to see him versus uh, Dan Hooker. Nah, I would both like to see them, that fight. Both of them You're coming ready. off, both of them coming off competitive, tough losses to, to top guys. You knew you uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. The competitive against G? Okay, he wasn't as competitive as Gagey. Hooker was a competitive fight with Poirier. Yes, that was a competitive fight. That was fight. a great fight. That was one of the best fights of the year. If you haven't watched, Poirier and Dan Hooker. Get your life together and go watch that shit. Um but I'm I'm down you you start there. You beat a Dan Hooker or uh hold on, let me look. Uh let's see. Yeah, that's probably the best one. Charles Oliveira's right there. Paul Felder. Did he already fight Paul Felder? Can't recall. I
3: don't I don't um, I don't I don't think so. I, I don't know. I don't think he fought Paul.
2: Then, then one of those, Paul Felder or, or Dan Hooker. You start. Nah, with both. I don't like
3: that. I don't like that fight for Paul Felder though. I, 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 I
2: don't either. That might. Go bad for Paul <laughs> I don't like that fight for Paul Felder, man. And but, that's my guy. Right. I, I rock with Felder, um, but uh, he's got to start with with a fight like that. It's yeah. Tony's got to start with something like that. If you get through, you know, again, let's say Hooker, because to me that's that's the fight to make that be an amazing fight. You get through that. Now we can talk about you fighting uh, a Poirier or a Connor or something like that. Right. But stay away from one seventy. Did that you, was when he
3: said that. I immediately hit you. That, right. That, I, I picked up my phone immediately. Right. I was like, "Hey, bro, he's tripping. If you think you' about to go against Uzman and a Kobe and a Kobe Covington, as much as I hate saying the nigga name, oh, he okay, can nice. He's not. I cannot. Kobe got some shit with him. And Listen, Masvidal.
2: Not, don't go in there with Masvidal. Do not go in there with Masvidal. Stay far, far away from uh, from Usman. He will murder you. Um, quite frankly, stay away from someone like Wonderboy, who will technically strike you. You couldn't technical strike with Gagey. <laughs> I said it to myself. I said the only
3: person, honestly, and I've I said Cowboy would be in a fight. They
2: already fought, I thought, didn't
3: they? They did, but I think they fought at one fifty five. Right. But if you cowboy's a different fighter at one seventy than he is at one fifty five. Very true. Very true. But that would that's the only fight that I could possibly see Tony winning. Cause they're I, not gonna put him in there with, with somebody that's not in the top ten. You get what I'm saying? So
2: so that's what I'm looking at. And yeah, he shouldn't get a top five guy off rip. Um but bottom part of the top ten. Facts, Marcus. <laughs> um. Yeah, we saw that coming. I'm, I'm still mad at Tyra. We all still mad at Tyra. Hell yeah, that was fucking embarrassment. Um, couple guys at the bottom bottom part of the top ten at 170. Neil Magny. Ooh, that and, would be a good fight right? Neil Magny and Vicente Luque. Um, oh, I don't like that Luke A fight for. I I I'd favor Luke A too, but I think those yeah. guys, if you're gonna start if you're gonna start at 170, he got to start there. Bottom top ten guys, and if you can get through, because those are guys that you're not just gonna roll through. If you roll through them, you did something. Yeah, you, we can talk. you did right. something. So um, if. You can get through that, um, then yeah, he can do that. But nah, stay away from one seventy. Ferguson is kid's wild. Uh, there's he, he's a little bit insane. Um, he's he's got some. I, I legit think he's got some mental issues. Um, yeah, me too. that's yeah. Stay stay because he gets away. hit
3: a lot. Like he a he, lot. He doesn't have that style of where he he. I don't yeah. I don't think he's switching it either, because that's yeah. why that's why I texted when, when I messaged you. I was like, bro, he obviously didn't learn shit. Yeah. Like usually fighters learn after ass kicking like that. It don't matter. It went four or five rounds. He got his ass kicked in those last two. Like that's something that Bad. fighters don't usually come back Bad. from. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for him not to learn anything and then him to mention 170.
2: You yeah. uh, got death Deathwitch. It's um, all about to put it. It's wild. It's wild. Um, stay away from 170, Tony Ferguson. Please. please. You're not a huge 155-er. He's like, not. You're a good size 155-er, but you're not a huge 155-er. He said 170 is his true weight. Just because you don't have to cut as much to make one to death, the game don't work like that. I've, I've, I've witnessed it firsthand. Uh, my brother didn't know how to cut weight for shit. And he should have been fighting at 170, but he didn't know how to cut weight. So he was taking fights at 185. And dudes dude's just fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> just, there, there's, a, there's a difference. Um, Tony, stay away from 170. Um, real quick before we get out. Fight night card this Saturday, Anderson Silva, Uriah Hall, who you got? And what may be Anderson Silva's last fight, at least in the UFC? Uriah Hall
3: should win this fight, bro. Like, you know why I don't trust Anderson Silva's legs? yeah i just after the fight with Cannon there i don't trust his legs and i know uriah hall is going to use that um but you know what since this is his last fight he's saying this is his last fight in the ufc kind of leading on to that He's fighting after this,
2: right? Technically, he has one more fight left on his contract.
3: Yeah, but him and Dana kind of
2: are kind of yeah. Um, Dana Dana didn't want him to
3: fight again. Period.
2: Dana don't like black people like that. So um, right, yeah. Um, this is a problem with Uriah. Uriah not a killer. He's not. It's it's literally what stopped him from being as great as he should have been. Yeah. That man got a win over Gegard Musasi. Like let's, let's be, you do not beat Gegard Musasi by mistake. Right. He finished him. Skill wise, Uriah Hall should win this fight. Technically, Silva has not, Silva doesn't have a win, I think, in his last, in his last, I mean, his one win in his last eight fights. Um, Yikes. One of those losses was to Bisping, which I personally thought he won. But I also don't think he won the fight that they gave him, which was against Derek Brunson. Um and there's also the Nick Diaz fight, which he won, but I believe both of them popped after that fight. So that's officially a no context. Right, right. Um I'm rooting for Anderson Silver. I'm he rooting is, for Anderson too. He's one of my five favorite fighters ever. Um, I've all love in the world for Anderson Silva.
0: Yeah, real, quick,
1: right real quick, real quick about about Derek Brunson. Uh, I've been inboxing this man. Somebody tell Derek Brunson to answer my damn question. I'm trying to get him on the show. He been watching. He been watching the convos at the shop stories. Hey, bro, you watching? Answer, answer, answer them answer the inbox, bro.
2: Let's do it, Derek.
1: We see you. We, we see you. You number seven. We see you.
2: So Great win. Great win by the way. That was a outstanding. He ended the hype train. Uh they thought Great they found win. their next they thought they found their next little little star and Brunson ended that real quick. Real quick. Um, All <laughs> Now whether he can get Just get shout, himself. Shout back out into to Derek Brunson, time. man. Yeah. Big, big, big shout out to Derek Brunson. Uh Br- Brunson number
1: seven. Number, number seven.
2: Word. Um Brunson's problem has been cracking that that those those top guys. Brunson's problem has been getting above that hump. He's been there in that area, but I mean, he's lost to Adesanya already, first round. Jacare, he's lost to Jacare twice, um, once in strike force, once in the UFC. He's lost to Yair Ramiro, and he's lost to Robert Whitaker. So. Just about all of the top guys there, he's lost to right now, unfortunately. So he's gonna have to do some extra work to, you know, kind of make that make that jump. Um, yeah,
1: man. Get that buzz going. Come to conversations for. at the shop. Talk talk your shit. Right. And we we, we gonna post it. I'm
2: rooting we for gonna everything post black. it. We gonna let
1: you post it. We gonna post it. Root for everything, yeah, bro, Come holler. So us. Come rooting. have a conversation yeah. with us, man.
2: Let's do this. Um, all, all respect, all, all right. respect to anyone. Uh, quite frankly, who, hop in the, who hops in a cage at any level? Um, <laughs> right? All, all respect. It ain't, it ain't what you think. <laughs> it ain't. Um, so officially, I'm picking um, Uriah Hall. I'll go with Silver. Um, but in my I heart.
3: In my heart, I, I in my heart. I, I just I got I got silver with one last one last show.
2: Um yeah, in, in my heart I am rooting for Anderson Silver, but uh, I have to pick you right hall. And this is actually a pretty decent card on ESPN plus. But boy, Thug Nasty is the co main event. Bryce Mitchell versus Andre Feely. Doug Nasty's my god. I'll, yeah, I I'll rock with I'll rock with um, And everyone's favorite UFC heavyweight, Greg Hardy, is also fighting on the card against, in the third fight against Maurice Green.
3: See what he learned. So, he just lose against Volkov?
2: Um, was it Volkov that gave him business? Uh, I can't remember. Um, let me... Uh, no. He beat Jorgen... Oh, right. He fought DeCastro. Um... He did Volkov beat him prior to that fight. That was last oh, November. Okay. Okay, okay, and then okay, he okay. came back and fought DeCastro, who was a really good striker and for some reason was just scared to strike. And Hardy got a decision win there. And he did look better. In all fairness, Derek Hardy did look better. I just don't care for the things. The man's done personally. Yeah, um, I feel But that uh, him versus Maurice Green, who's a big, big, tall heavyweight, um, it's some good fights. for are ESPN Plus card. Um, you're getting arguably the greatest fighter of all time, um, one of the best strikers against one of the best strikers we've seen, and you're getting a up-and-coming lightweight and uh, uh, what should be a good heavyweight fight. Excuse me, featherweight, uh, Bryce Mitchell and Andre Field. So right. um definitely a card. Um, it's always the ones you think ain't shit that, that'd be the best. Yeah, card. That's, that's how it is, bro. Always how it is. That's how it is, bro. Always. Ah, who's this? Ah, I barely care about this. This is some women's featherweight fight and and a, a men's flyweight co-main event. No one cares about that. And then there's seven knockouts, three submissions, <laughs> and, and one fight of the year candidate. And I'm like right. that's that's how it ends up happening. Right. So, that being said, think we about done here we been yeah. trying to make this a regular thing.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we,
2: we, we, we about to we about to expand expand the shop. We we, gonna, we, we trying to expand it. You know, you will get y'all the overarching main main pod, and we can branch off
3: yeah, into yeah, yeah. stuff
2: like this, into a football central, and into a basketball central, into whatever whatever we want to touch on. Yeah. Um, and it's just the beginning.
3: We got to get Dustin on the show one time.
2: We got to get Dustin on. We got to get Mooka on if he ever responds when we need him. Mooka um, always around. And then when you really need Mooka to pop up, Mooka's nowhere to be found. Uh,
3: That's kind of true. <laughs>
2: so, it's kind of true. <laughs>
3: we were supposed to do a show with Mooka one night. Mooka never showed up. I don't know.
2: Oh, like, shit two three days straight we are like yo we doing this we ready day of nowhere to be found nowhere five six hours later oh, oh man'm
0: because just... you too... and Muka, you and Muka
3: are like the aficionados I'm just supposed to play host uh who
2: else uh Brent and Jordan are usually pretty pretty on there too so, you know, we we, we going to make some stuff happen.
3: You got to get Marcus on here, too. Marcus know a little bit.
2: Marcus, yep. Yeah? Oh, for sure. And, you know, we me and Marcus got to get our minds off of our football team. So, you know, it's, excuse me, Marcus is now a Chiefs fan. My bad. No,
1: no. Wow. <laughs> he a Chiefs fan on Sundays. It ain't Sunday. He a Cowboy fan today. Okay, okay. And we uh, got
2: to
3: have Gerard on the show. He a Cowboy to speak. fan today. Him he, we got to get, get Gerard on the show to the – tell us what the fuck John be thinking.
1: Right. Get your No. No. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just get John on the show. I'm 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 mistake. I'm gonna take a step back on some on on these shows and I'm gonna be responsible for getting y'all guests. And that's gonna be my whole goal. My whole goal is to have this whole conversations at the shop as in we all have different conversations at the shop, bro. Right. It, that's,
2: the, it, that's
1: the whole goal, bro.
2: Get the whole Jones family, all of them. Arthur, Chandler, all, all three of y'all.
1: Yeah, all three of them. They're going to come. Just, just, just talk patience, with me. That's all I ask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I already know Corey's going to be the one with all the hard
2: questions. If, I'm, if I know, listen, as a graduate of, of the illustrious Howard University with a degree in broadcast journalism, um, it would behoove me if I didn't do proper research and have <laughs> prepared questions for any guests who would come along. I noticed that shit
3: on, on the show today. I was like, um,
2: Corey, in the interview with one of them? Oh, my God. That's just me being a great journalist. <laughs> I wouldn't ask anything out of line if be disrespectful or anyway. But are you going to ask some real questions? It's,
1: it's, ask some real questions.
2: Ask some real questions. You know, I'll do all the necessary research. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go into some stuff, um, but you know, still, all respect to to Jones and, and once again, the man is one of the greatest fighters of all time. And I will never ever oh. ever, ever ever take he would have lost the silver. Uh, he don't do good with the league strikers. We know this. It's been proven. To so him. you got out Sanya? Yes. Yes. He's I
0: got not, John
1: good. Top he's not
2: good with elite strikers. That is his weak point. It's, if, Adesanya, it's, if Adesanya could stay away from the clinch, I think Adesanya is stronger than people. Like everyone keeps oh, he's the skinny guy who's weak. And then they get in cage with him, like Romero and Cut, they think they could just muscle him and over, and it's not going the way you think it's gonna go. <laughs> like, I mean, and, and fairness Jones is a whole different level of his win over Paulo Costa. That was to a me, that was a masterpiece.
3: To me, that's why I kind of don't like the Werdiger fight. Because to me, the Apollo Costa fight was the fight you have before you go fight John. That's just my. That's just my opinion. That
2: was a masterpiece. That was a masterclass of striking. John Kane, He he tried it. He's tried it before. He switched that game plan up with, with Leota Machida real quick. Oh, I could sit here and strike with this karate Leota. Oh shit! Grab him. <laughs> We're not doing this shit no more. <laughs> We're uh, fuck that. Mm-hmm. We're not. Gustafson.
1: time, time go night. Night.
2: Yep. Gus took a Hail Mary spinning elbow. Turn that fight around. Just saying. Dominic Rez, Tiago Santos, it's not great with elite strikers. So if that were to happen, my money would be on Adesanya. side.
3: I don't know who I want to pick yet. I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I got. I got to. I got to see. Since is. Sense is gonna be. I, I got to see one more from Izzy. I keep saying that shit though. Every <laughs> fight. Every fight he you had. Sold.
1: I got to see. Sold. No,
3: nah, nah, That he's a dog. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here in front. Like, I ain't saying he ain't a dog,
1: <laughs> you, I ain't I, Indiana, yeah. though, but you soft. Make a pick. Right. You can change I'm it. Soft. It ain't set in stone to the fi- uh, to the fight. It ain't set in stone to the fight. Set in stone. So you can change right. your mind, bro. Make a pick
2: right now. I got John. That's fine. And I'll give Jones this. That boy got a chin. He has a chin. He's taking some shots from Cormier. Knocked out heavyweights, and he ate some Cormier punches. That like. Very, very underrated part of, of Jones. Jones got the heart of a warrior and he got a chin. he can take some damage. So I don't, I don't ever wanna put that past him. Um, I'm not saying it'd be a dog or anything like that. But to me, these are the kind of fighters that Jones has traditionally struggled with throughout his career. And Adesanya is on a level that three to four people as far as striking, I'd put in that class.
3: The reason why I picked John, though, is because I don't think Izzy's ever seen anything like John. I don't
2: think John's ever seen anything like Izzy. I think that goes... It's kind of both ways. It is kind of both both ways. It is go both ways. It would be... uh, I really do want that fight to happen. Um, It's going to happen. It has has to happen. It has to. I think they're both kind of in on it. I think they're both like talking with each other like yeah yeah do this the only thing i didn't like was when they got like mentioning parents and stuff like that 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 was a step too far for me um yeah. i don't i don't care for that but other than that yeah no uh, I, I love it all and that's going to be one of the biggest fights in ufc history uh if and when that does happen so let's let's make that happen facts let's make that
1: happen let's make it happen right here in memphis so i can go I'll get my media pass. Gerard. You you be lucky to get an ESPN plus fight. You hey man, look, I got a Tyson fight. I'm not I'm not putting it past us. We got a Tyson fight.
2: We've got UFC fights. I love going to UFC <laughs> fights.
1: They're awesome.
2: <laughs> That's one of the best. Listen. For all the hate in the world that Ronda Rousey has gotten. I was in the building for one of her one of her last couple of big title defenses. When that graphic came up with Ronda Rousey's name on it, the entire energy of the building changed. When bad reputation hit, it's, I see what people were talking about when they were like, you don't understand, like before the fight, like just seeing Tyson walk out, it was a whole different thing. That's legitimately what it was. Like that's what Ronda in the building was, was like, holy shit, this is different. And then she tapped out the girl in, like, 12 seconds.
1: <laughs> like, 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 it's like. It's like that wrestling feel, bro. Like, you it, you don't appreciate a wrestling entrance until you see it live. Right. Yeah,
0: like, it's always right. like that.
1: You have to right. see it live. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, like, all the time, really they be like, do. Why, why, why do you watch wrestling?
3: I was like, you have to see it live. You don't understand.
0: You Anyone don't who I've,
3: understand. I've ever
2: taken to a, to a live wrestling show has been like,
0: Imagine
3: seeing, a, imagine seeing a live show at Madison Square Garden, bro. Like those are my biggest, like a SmackDown with Undertaker, The Rock, Stone Cold, all that shit in Madison Square Garden will forever be the greatest show I've ever seen, bro. The crowd reaction, right? Bro, like one, just of, one of my biggest regrets
2: is missing. Um, I could have gone to the SummerSlam with where Daniel Bryan beat John Cena. Uh, For the world title, Mm. but I had been back. I had been back in LA for like maybe a year, and it just never clicked in my head. I'm a grown ass man. I got the money. Like I can just go to a WWE show. Like I can just buy a ticket and (laughs) go. And it just it hadn't clicked for some reason. It hadn't clicked until like until like a couple months after. And I was like, "Wait, what the hell is wrong with me?" Like they got. StubHub and, and all that, <laughs> like just buy just damn ticket, like it didn't click. But that was when bro, SummerSlam was happening in, in at Staples Center for like five years, ago, And I missed all it,
1: bro. I got a, I got my, my, my brother is in LA. I call him my brother, be like my best friend, but like my brother is in LA, he's an entertainment lawyer, bro. He got a, uh, I don't know if y'all seen the post the other day, he got the uh, the Free Huey TV show that he uh, mm-hmm. screenwriting. Right, right. Um, yeah, that he in the quarter finalist, so bro. Hey we he, he I, can make that the text message said if I make it ooh young, that's all I need to hear, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Might be LA soon, Corey Exactly.
2: Shit <laughs> <laughs> will go down. It will go yes. down. <laughs> um,
3: Malik's coming with him.
2: That's fine.
0: That's fine. <laughs> entertainment lawyer. He's not, you not, you're going to, he's, not gonna, he's, I mean, he's going
1: to be your lawyer. What are you talking about? He's going to be your lawyer for your music. Fuck out. the I was, man I sent you. Yeah, the info okay. I sent you. I, Did you I, y'all call I, him. God.
0: <laughs> you're my manager, Gerard. What the fuck do you want me to, what you want the
3: artist to do? I'm just supposed to write the song. That's, that's what Malik does. <laughs> I sing the songs. You handle the business. We said we settled this like a long time ago. Like, I tell you, you know my mind frame, dog. Like, come on. Bro. You Can do you, management things, right? You the manager, bro.
1: <laughs> I got you. You you asked for his number, but I, I got you. I take care of it. <laughs> I take care of it. Well, I, I, I got it. <sighs> Good. Right. Good. I think
2: God. that'll think that'll do it for us then y'all, y'all after, y'all that, wrapping
1: up. Right. after that y'all, nice little sidebar.
2: Get on your job, right? After, after that nice sidebar, I, I, I think we're done here because we're not going past that. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, again, we're going to make this a regular thing. Be on the lookout. Uh, we're making all this shit happen. Uh, for those interested, hit us up. You know, everybody here got open, open yeah. communication and all that shit. So, Thanks. We're doing things.
1: Yes, so open yeah. communication. Hit the inbox up. UFC show. If you want to be home, if you want to be a guest, you know, inbox us. Uh, we will make sure that you get it. Hey, look here now. Once we get y'all the time and sit set up, bro. Like, if y'all don't show up, it's your fault. Facts. Right. right. It's free.
3: We will it's free do right job. now.
1: You, get, you, better, <laughs> you better get us why the price low. We're going to handle shit on our end. That's but uh yeah, so, so uh, another go. another episode. Frass, another episode of conversations at the shop. Uh UFC edition—that's what we'll it, the UFC we will call it—the UFC edition go. of the shop. Bites at the shop. There we go. Entrance music conversation. Ah. we'll talk. Don't, don't don't listen to him about entrance music. Don't listen to him. He's horrible <laughs> at it.
0: What do you mean I'm horrible at
1: it? <laughs> He's horrible at it.
2: It'll be
1: a collaborative episode. How about that? Collaborative yeah. episode 41. Episode one UFC fight review. We here. Uh y'all know the vibes. Y'all know the y'all know everything. We out this piece. I'ma leave the piece how we came in with the piece. Y'all make sure y'all shop with 901 decorus sponsor everything we do. So make sure y'all shop with 901 Daiquiri's. And we're going to leave out on Malik's music, bro. Go vote. Go vote. Yes, go, go vote. vote. Please.
0: Go vote. Please vote. Right now. the other day, my nigga told me, yo. You got to give me something I can walk to in the car. You know what I mean? Something, something I can rock to. You know what I mean? Something with that bounce. You know what I mean? Well, a leg up. Mm-hmm. Right. last year niggas claimed that I fell off. I guess you would call this a comeback. On my solo, dolo shit like Mike Rose. With two cities on both shoulders, still never walk with hunchback. After all these haters told me to get my weight up, so I tacked up on steroids to make it from my estimation. used to be a broke little nigga, but all I do is count my paper, so I said I apologize for the life that I've done earned, got my finger up to the credits, like, fuck let the track burn, it's so hostile, I'm hot now, what the fuck would I wait my term, i call me a crown child, i the wild violent, life no concern, so for all those six shots, i might like be saying press prayers we've earned, rest in peace to your career, When the fuck y'all gon' learn, cause I i shark going the whole year, and I will stop, and I won't stop like a shit, down like a chair. Um, excuse me, can you hold my mic for a second? Cause I feel like I'm a shit, nigga. Cause I gotta do my dance, So I need is a Luca Gotti, and I'ma be legit nigga. Excuse me, can you hold my mic for a second? Cause I feel like I'm a shit nigga. Cause I gotta do my dance, So I need is a Luca Gotti, and I'ma be legit nigga.
1: That's all y'all get. Y'all don't get nothing else. I'm I, y'all thought I was gonna play the whole song. You get one verse and one verse only. The rest blackout season on the way. Y'all make sure y'all go cop
0: that. the drop.
1: Yeah, man. Conversations at the shop Saturday. We bring in the wrestling episode. Conversations at the shop. On we, there, are go- we are going to talk eras of wrestling. Going to talk eras. We're going to piggyback off Loso and Ari from Get Your Bars Off podcast, and we're going to piggyback off my boy Frass and them O.E. Wrestling. So we're just going to hit us with a wrestling episode. All my wrestling fans, make sure you tune in Saturday. Oh, because trust me, we're doing our research. Right. <laughs> 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 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. That's like 11 o'clock Corey time. So like- <laughs> No, learning
2: them time zones. It was like Two. middle school, Maybe three o'clock. E- you said three o'clock Eastern, so which that's is twelve, 12 Pacific.
1: Twelve Pacific Standard Time, guys. You Gave him a whole other hour. My bad, shit. I was trying to get him up early. My bad, damn. Yeah, I, don't me I don't get up early.
2: Don't
1: hit me up. You hit me up before nine. And we got a problem. Hey, I'm the same way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, y'all <I laughs> do. Niggas hit me up at eight thirty
3: before. I don't want to hear that shit. I wake up in the morning, turn on my phone, and it's Gerard at 8.30 in the morning. Nigga, working like 2 a.m. That pissed me off. What you talking about, Gerard? <laughs> See, you just do this to me. You know what? End episode.
2: We got to talk. You just do <laughs> this to me. This is supposed to be done. I thought we were done. You know what? <laughs>